Good morning. It's time now for Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930, the morning worship service at 1030. They have a six o'clock evening service tonight and a seven o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. And now, here's Pastor Lee Woods. Praise the Lord. Good to be with you this morning. Another day. We thank God for it. Amen. There's that saying, this is the day that God has made, and I'll rejoice therein. Amen. Praise God. Good to be with you this morning. Just come on out and join us. Uh, I know, as I've said before over and over again, God will bless you if you get into service. Amen. I guarantee it. Guarantee money back. Amen. Praise God. So we're going to start over in the book of Kings, Second Kings, the sixth chapter, and we're going to start with verse 24, go in that area. Um, I guess if I title this, I, I'd say this is God's faithful arm, arm, army. I'll get it right out pretty soon. God's faithful army. And so anyway, we're going to kind of go through this, and I hope and pray we get it through it. Uh, so let's start out there. Second Kings, the sixth chapter, verse 24. And it came to pass after this that Ben-Hadon, king of Syria, gathered all the host and went up and besieged Samaria. Go ahead and read the next verse there. And there was a great famine in Samaria, and behold, they besieged it until an ass's head was sold for fourscore pieces of silver and the fourth part of a cab of doves dung for five pieces of silver. Uh, the Syrian army had surrounded the city of Samarit uh, and cut off the, all the avenues uh, into the city. And the city was uh, actually block, blockaded, I guess you blockaded, um, blocked, I guess you could say. No one could get leave or no one could enter in. And the food supply, when you look at it, had dwindled down to nothing. And the people, they were starving to death. Even the rich couldn't buy a piece of bread. And the Bible tells us that even some of the people were eating the flesh of their own children. In fact, if you read on down the next few verses, you find that's true. The people began to cry out to the prophet Elijah. It happened to be Elijah was there, and Elijah prophesied um, that it, within 24 hours there would be a deliverance to such an extent that food would be plentiful. And he said that today people can't even buy a little bit of flour for $100. But he said tomorrow at the same time uh, you'll be able to uh, uh, buy all the flour that you want. And so... Um, um, actually, he's buy all the flour you want for pennies, I guess you could say. Um, we see some of the men standing in verse 2. In fact, let's read uh, verse uh, chapter 1, verse chapter one. 1, chapter 7, verse 1. Read that. Then Elijah said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, Tomorrow about this time shall I measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel, 
in the gate of Samaria. So we see uh, uh, the men standing there, and, and, and near the king, Elijah heard, uh, uh, after he had prophesied, he said, uh, uh, he heard this, and he said, if the Lord would make windows, this is uh, somebody standing there, in heaven might this thing be. Otherwise, this man was filled with doubt. Anytime you're filled with doubt, you might as well push it out. God can't do anything. And he dealt God out of the picture. What he done? Elijah looked down at him and said, this is what he said, verse 2, he said, Thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but thou shalt not eat. You know, we must always guard our words. You ever say that? We must always guard our words. Otherwise, deliverance is on the way. The men God used to bring deliverance were not likely prophets or prospects, I guess you could say. We, we more than likely would not have chose or made this kind of choice. Over in uh, 1 Corinthians, uh, first chapter, verse 27, God used the foolish thing to confound the wise. These men that we're talking about were four in number. Uh, they were sitting at the entrance of the gates of Samaria, and they had three strikes against them. Number one, they were limited in number. Number two, they were ill and sick with leprosy. You think about it. Uh, number three, they were near the point of starvation. They was in the same situation that the, chill, that the people at Samaria was. Their situation couldn't have been any worse. In spite of all these illness, in spite of all their weakness, in spite of all the number, they looked unto God that he was the source of their deliverance, that he would supply the needs. And because of their faith, I'm going to say this, because of their faith, they had a, uh, a hope that they could make a breakthrough. Now you think about that, just limited number, four people, and Hebrews, the first chapter, verse 1, says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So it's our faith that gives us substance uh, to, uh, to our hope. First of all, what we see, uh, these leopards said this, why sit here and until we die? Think about that. They could have asked themselves unanswerable questions. They could have said, why has this all happened to us? What have we done to deserve this? They could have done this. This is the kind of questions so many people, so many Christians are engaged in. But this is making negative confession. It, is, it, it only increases the torment. It makes our hopes even slimmer, making our petitions to the Lord even that much harder. Think about it. We must do what the leopards did. We, we can rise up and speak the words. We can, uh, why do we sit here and die until we, we must rise up? The, the second thing, the, or the third thing they did, why don't we strike, out, strike a blow? Why won't we go out for deliverance? They, you, know, you look at the situation, you think, well, they, don't, they can't do anything, but 
God with them can do all things. He said, why don't we lay aside the doubt and the self-pity? Why don't we rise up inside of us and by our faith and go to God? Then we will step in and throw light upon the path. When we put our faith to work, our hope will have substance. You think about that. Number one, I want to say this. God will make a way where there seems no way. Number two, God will show us a hole in the wall, an oasis in the desert. Number three, the path in the wilderness or a bridge across the river. God will show us somewhere. In Mark, the 11th chapter, verse 24 says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. That's God's word. So the second thing they did, they rose up from where they sat. Sometimes it's hard to rise up when we've sat there in a place so long it becomes a, I guess, a familiar place. Uh, you sat there long enough, you, you have some some security, I guess you could say, in that place. They had food brought to them in the time past. Now they had to make a choice. They had to rise up and face the enemy. So by faith, they rose up from where they sat. Otherwise, they did three things. Um, they, they um, I guess you could say, the third thing, they, they went. Um, otherwise, they started out, I want to say, and they made a march of faith. Um, no one has ever uh, reached God without some kind of uh, march of faith. I mean, a lot of times you just got to step out, and then in turn, God will do it. We see that all through the scriptures. The Bible says, the just shall live by faith. We will never reach God except by faith. You think about that. Hebrews 11, chapter verse 6 says, You must, must believe that God is the rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. So it comes back to us, doesn't it? It comes back to me, you, and I. They started out, these three blind men, they started out. Now starting out, you think about it, on your faith, it is not always smooth but sometimes it's up and it's down. These men stumbled, they fell sometimes, they walked, and sometimes they possibly crawled. I don't know. But the thing is, they continued on. But they marched on and on. They didn't give up. That, that's, that tells us a story, doesn't it? That we need to continue on. We need to hang in there. God eventually is going to help us out. Sometimes we have, uh, when we, we step out on faith, it's not a smooth sailing, I guess you could say, because uh, you, you have a battle with the flesh. But here we go. In, in Matthew, the 24th chapter, uh, 26th chapter, verse 41, says, the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. We can make it. These four men, they, they were hungry, but they marched on. They were sick, but they marched on. 
They were dying, but they marched on. Pain tortured them, but they marched on. Danger and death stared them in the face, but they marched on. They were alone all night. In the night, they marched on. Every step was agony, but they marched on. You think about it. Sometimes we give up too early. They feel, uh, uh, I guess you could say, uh, uh, I, I was going to say how, what I throw in here, but anyway, they continue to uh, march on for their deliverance. So, you know, the thing is, three things they did. Number one, I want to say this. They said, why do we sit here and die? Faith is quickened in them. Number two, the faith, they rose up from where they sat. Number three, they started out by faith and continued in faith, never stopped believing, and then God brought them deliverance. If you go back and read the entire uh, seventh chapter concerning them, uh, I think it'll bless you. No matter what the problem is, I'm going to say this, if you will reach out and act on that faith, God will bring deliverance. I believe that. Amen. Verse 6 in, uh, in the seventh chapter, the Syrian army had gone to sleep because they were expecting an attack. I mean, they weren't expecting attack. But God, who never sleeps, saw these four men marching, coming, and I believe that God smiled and said, that's my army. And suddenly there was the drumming of hoofbeats of one thousands of the cavalry. Uh, there were the shouts of thousands of soldiers, uh, the rumble and roar of chariots. <laughs> you know, God can uh, instill anything in our hearts and our lives and our, and our walk as we put our life in God's hands. And these four men stood up with faith and by their faith they had it looked like they had thousands of troops coming against these uh, people that was uh, surrounded the city the Syrian army they awakened cried out the king of Israel have hard against us the armies of the Hittites and others let us flee out of here they didn't know it, but it was God's army of four men. You think about it. The four who stumbled and staggered in the night walked into the flood steps of God's blessing, and they were blessed. Verse 9 says, it tells us that they became a blessing. Amen. They became a blessing. You know, always remember this. When you are blessed, don't keep your blessing. Give it away. Give it away. God will bless you. Amen. What happened to the, uh, to the doubter? It says life and death uh, are in the power of the tongue. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. We need to begin to confess what the Word tells us. Amen. That's a choice. That's a choice. It's up to you. You have that choice. Amen. You can be a doubter. And speak the words of doubt. But you can be a person that's speaking the words 
of God. Amen. One thing about it, the Word of God is alive. The Word of God is alive. When you put it in your mouth, it becomes powerful. Amen. Praise God. We're going to close here, and I hope and pray that you got something out of this. In fact, we made it through the 15, 16 minutes or whatever. We thank God for that. And so um, we're going to ask you right now to reach out unto the Lord. If you're going through a situation, a problem, uh, and you can't really understand it, I want you to begin to look unto God. God is the, is the one that's able to take the least little bit of faith and do something with it when you put your faith in God's hand. That's a choice you have to make. So, you know, uh, the faith is the substance of things for the evidence of things not seen. So sometimes we can't see it, but if we put our faith in God's hand, God can do it. We're going to pray right now. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for uh, being with us this morning. God, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, Lord, as we put our faith and put our trust in you, we know that you're going to take us through. You, whoever it is right now that's going through a difficult situation, I bind that in Jesus' name right now and speak deliverance to them by the hand of God in the name of Jesus right now. Father, I thank you for this. Thank you for hearing us. And I know, Lord, you see, see us and you hear every word that we say. Father, right now, bless those people. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 9.30 this morning. The morning worship service, including a children's service, is at 10.30, a 6 o'clock evening service tonight, and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study.